You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome back. We're going to talk about a football game because... Football? What's up? Please, for the love of Missouri, does, does Missouri have a whole bunch of players that can't stand up for themselves and have to have mommy spoon feed them things? Hmm, I don't know what the trust fund situation is like among okay. the uh, Missouri student body, but I can tell you that it's probably not comparable to the one down here in Nashville. So I'll, I think, I think you, we're going to be all right. I'll let you name a team who has comparable mommy issues to Vanderbilt. <laughs> No? Uh, pass. Okay. Uh, hey, welcome. Does Lane, does Lane Kiffin count as a team? Is that just, is that just <laughs> no, that's, one person? That's that's psychosis, Daniel. That's oh, not okay. just mommy issues. That's that's narcissism, megalomaniac. No. I think is what that's I see. called. I see. Um, hey, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here. If you're old the podcast, welcome. Glad you're back. He is Daniel. I am Clint. We are two UGA fans that care deeply about basketball, football, UGA, all things dogs. We have a podcast because we wanted to be for fans, by fans, real talk from real fans. We're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination, Daniel. We just care a lot about them dogs. That's right. So if you're a Georgia fan, this is the place for you. It is not some sort of insider jargon. We're not trying to lure you behind a paywall. We are just here to talk about the dogs. Or we are not here to lure you on a romantic helicopter ride and sweep you off your feet in that way. We're just going to host a podcast and talk about Georgia. Um, So we're glad that you're here. If you are new to the show, as Clint said, just subscribe is all that we really ask you to do. That helps us out, and it also helps you get access to the show every single day that we put out an episode talking about Georgia football and basketball. Uh, So subscribe to the podcast, and that would be great. Thanks for checking it out. If you're old to the show and you've been around, we are glad to have you back. Um, Leave us a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. If you have, thank you for doing that. And no matter who you are, send us an email Reach out to us on Twitter. The email is LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. The Twitter handle is at DogsPodcast. So um, hit us up on either of those platforms, and we would love to correspond with you there. Today, uh, as Clint said, um, uh, we are there's a basketball game tonight, but we are... Um, we, we might talk a little bit of basketball here in the middle of the show. We're going to preview Missouri... Get uh, up to speed on what's going on there. Uh, some first looks at the Missouri team. We'll end the show by talking about what we're excited, nervous, and what you shouldn't sleep on for this game. Uh, so, Clint, where do you want to start with Coach Eli Drinkinwich? Um, Eli drinks Missouri a, Tigers. Drink a hoozle over here. Drinks uh, a put, switch. Has put himself. Uh, what I'm going to call a very respectable season together for his first year. Okay. He surely has. He uh, surely has. Nick Saban. Uh, how do I know Eli looks like an accountant? Well, Nick Saban decided that he couldn't beat up his best friend who handles his books for him week one and only put 38 up on the board against him. When we know Bama could have put 55, whatever they I, wanted. 
Turns out Mac Jones was in was diagnosed with being in a coma for uh, two thirds of that game. Yeah. So that's, uh, Missouri did he has since recovered. <laughs> Missouri you, Matt, did. In, you hadn't been following in him. case football has been off your radar. Uh, Tennessee and kudos and kudos to you if football's been off your radar. You're you know <laughs> what to you. you you knew you had the foresight. That's right. Uh, they dropped a game against Tennessee. They beat LSU, not that impressive. They beat Kentucky, mildly impressive. Uh, Florida trounced them. Missouri beat South Carolina by one possession. Then they went and beat up on Vanderbilt because yes, and thank you, and amen. Uh, and then this last weekend had themselves quite a game against Arkansas, beating them 50-48. to 48. Uh, Daniel, I think where I want to start is this. Uh, we can give Eli Flack all we want, but this is a good first year for a coach in the SEC, and I, I'm a, I'm mildly impressed. It absolutely is, um, and 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 you know what we you know we we poke fun at Eli Drinkovich, and and, and you know we're not going to stop doing that. But the reality is is that there was no way, even before the season began. This is the kind of hire that just has a greater chance of panning out and being a successful hire. There's no flash to this hire whatsoever. No. You know what you know what hire it reminds me of is the coach that he beat 50 to 48 on a last second field goal from a freshman kicker on Saturday and that is Sam Pittman. These were two That's guys right. that came in uh, very much under the radar. Meanwhile, a few years ago, Tennessee Volunteers made a big splash. Hired old Jeremy Pruitt. Eight, eight game the, winning streak. They won eight consecutive games, guys. I don't know if you realize that. Oh, they I just, realize. They won a bunch of games in a row, and now, uh, oh no. It oh. turns out Jeremy Pruitt yeah. is really bad at coaching football. Yeah, doing his and job. And that's his, that's his job. Eli Drinkovitz. Uh, not bad at coaching football, and there is absolutely no dispute uh, on that. When he was at App State, um, led led them to uh, successful offenses, especially um, year after year. But I think it's this team, they do the little things, and they play, um, they play a fundamental game. Mm-hmm. They just get the job done. Which is a testament, I believe, way more so than it is to the talent on the field. It's a testament to the coaching. And so kudos to Eli Drinkovitz. It really seems like about midseason, he's an offensive guy, and he found some things that got this offense going. And for the last few weeks, now I know, it's against Vanderbilt. and But then last week is against Arkansas. Arkansas has a respectable defense. This Arkansas team held Ole Miss to just a handful of points. So... For them to go out and score 50 on uh, on Arkansas and that defense, uh, I think the offense is clicking. They have figured some stuff out, and they're sitting at 5-3, and three, third place in the SEC East, um, and uh, with a little bit of separation, to be honest. I think they're the third best team in the East, and I don't think it's particularly close. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, so, Coach Drinkovitz, Drinkahuza, Drinkowicza, uh, you you have a little bit of respect from this podcast. Um, it's not the defense. Barry Odom's defense is not what we're fearing down there in Missouri, but we are. We're taking no. That's notice. Barry Odom's. De- Barry Odom's defense is 
at Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. These days. That's, so that's Ooh. not... No, uh, but we are taking notice of your offense, Coach. We get that. Uh, hey, we're going to come back for segment two and three. We're going to talk about basketball having hope in the SEC, and then we're going to finish what we're excited, nervous, and don't sleep on for this Missouri game right after this. But first, Daniel, uh, maybe you just heard us talk about Mizzou, and you're getting a little up in arms because you say you can't you can't talk about. Come on now, you can't talk about other teams with a little bit of admiration in your eye. You old hens, you. You I'm just going to keep bringing how it up. How, many mileage, how much mileage honest, are you going to get out of that? I'm going to get a lot out of it because, honestly, God, it's my favorite thing anyone has ever called me. Honestly, it's like, we wear I, that as a badge of honor. Badge of honor. Like, get off my lawn. I will gladly, if that's if that's who I am, then I'm doing something right. I'm doing something you know? right. But here's how you could do something right. You can reach for the beer that is made to chill. That is Coors Light. Coors Light is made in its new look can. It is refreshing. It is born of the Rockies. It is literally the beer that is made to chill during college football. So wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, if you're watching a Georgia game, if you are in the midst of a hustle and bustle of your busy life, reach for the beer that is made to chill. And made to celebrate. Uh, it's the beer that Daniel and I reach for when we need to have a little break from our day. And you can get it straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. That is get.coorslight.com. Golden Brewing, or I'm sorry, uh, Golden Colorado. Coors Brewing Coors Company, I believe is the name Company. of it. Yes, Daniel. Uh, celebrate responsibly. All right, Clint, we're going to get back to football. And yep. um, rightfully so, because we are excited about a game. Um, are we nervous about a game? Are there things people ought not to sleep on? Stay tuned to hear the Hold answers the to all of those questions and more. And But first, I want to ask a question about this basketball team because there's a yeah. game tonight. It is against Montana. The Grizz, not the Grizzlies. No, 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 no. The Grizz. <laughs> That's right. Clark W., I believe, Griswold, is the name of the mascot of this team. Isn't that what um, the uncle, the guy that comes in at the end whose toupee yep. catches on fire? Yep. Isn't that um, – he? Who? oh, he lights the tree on fire. That's who uh, – who is – what is that guy's name? Uh, Grizz, that's what he calls that's uh, right. Clark in that movie. That's the Montana. That's who we're playing tonight in basketball. I don't really want to talk about the Montana game. I would rather talk about – uh, this team from a big picture perspective because we haven't circled back around. We've talked about individual games. So let's talk about how much hope are you feeling that what we're seeing on the floor, which is, as we said, a really fun product to watch. If you're not on board with a basketball team, for the love of Pete, mm. do yourself a favor. I'm love. not I'm not trying to sell you something here. You understand what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to do you a favor. Let me tell he- you help me help you. Watch the basketball team because it's fun to watch. They're a fun brand of basketball to watch. There are some really uh, easy guys to cheer for on this team, and it's um, it is a fast-paced, high-tempo type of game. Does the product that we're seeing on the court right now does it give you hope moving into the SEC schedule that this team could actually potentially compete for something, assuming? That there is, in fact, anything to compete for in college basketball and everything doesn't get shut down, blah, 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 whatever. Well, we know that we were the SEC tournament champions last year, Daniel. SEC tournament champions. There's no way that you can dispute 
that we would probably have won the national championship. That's, that's, what, we're, played it. that's what we're trying to say. Do you all, do you all understand what okay. we're trying to say here? Ask Brady Quinn about probable cause. <laughs> look, we, look, we can I tell can't you. tell you that we couldn't have won the whole dang thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, uh, we were well on our way. We I'll were. tell you that much. Uh, Daniel, here's what this season does. And tell me if I'm absolutely outside my mind. I have bumped us a full two-game win-loss projection over oh. to the win column. Oh, you know? took a couple of those L's, I and took you a, said, not so fast, my friend. Fi- a little over 500? No, firmly over 500, mm, Daniel, Okay, is what this team has already done to me. And now, here's, here's what I need to say. Overall, big picture. Will, will there be games in which we come out and Severe is not on his uh, top of his game where we can't hit any shot, where where Christian Brown and Camarda aren't doing the things they need to do down in the post? Y- yes. And will we stink it up? And will we look at this team and go, oh, man, we're a year behind? Uh, yes. That's going to happen a few of these games in SEC play because SEC is a grinder game. So we're going to have eggs throughout the schedule. Are there going to be games where we are fighting tooth and nail in them? Yes. Are there going to be a few more last year where we had an uh uh-oh surprise win against a top-ranked team? That's going to happen a couple times this year, Daniel, in SEC play. I, I fully believe that we are now no longer just a good, hard team uh, to play, but we're a team that when people see us on the schedule are going to go, hey, you guys, wake up. This isn't Georgia as you've known it. This is something else. It's very hard to say because there just are not a lot of no. It's hard to know about this team because we have just the you know the strength of schedule. The teams that we played so far have been right down near the bottom of the barrel. Uh, we will know a bit more uh, coming up. Even this Montana team is a bit better than uh, Jacksonville and the like, and then Cincinnati coming up on the schedule. So hopefully by the time we get to SEC play, we will know a little bit more. But I, but I will say the SEC not looking particularly strong top to bottom nope. necessarily. And so, um, I mean, Ole Miss and Tennessee have yet to play a game. Uh, Auburn. Having some issues, all right? They lost to number one team in the nation, Gonzaga. That's that's sure. not even to be looked at. Follow that up by another loss against uh, the UCF. Um, not not led by uh, Taylor Gabriel or Peter Gabriel or any Gabriel, oh. in fact. Oh. Uh, but the UCF basketball team, Taco Fall, not eligible, was not playing in that game. Um, Auburn lost to them. Um, Kentucky. How are you doing, Kentucky? What's going on? Listen, if you're not following along, here's what 2020 is. Um, Kentucky played a non-conference game against Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Georgia is unable to schedule a non-conference game against Georgia Tech. Why is this? Is it because Georgia doesn't have non-conference games? No. Is it because Georgia Tech doesn't have non-conference games? No. No. Um, it's because the world isn't fair and nothing Hmm. good ever happens. Hmm. Um, Kentucky did play a non-conference game against Georgia Tech and they got their, they got their hind end destroyed by the Georgia Tech yellow, by Josh Passner, no less. Stop. And the, the Georgia Tech yellow jackets, um, Kentucky may not be good. This just in. The SEC might be 
gettable. I think if Georgia finds a way to finish, Georgia's projected, by the way, to finish 13th in the SEC. 13 out of 14 teams. Okay. I think there's a chance that this team finds a way to finish. I mean, I don't want to go as high as 7th. But I think somewhere around the middle of the SEC is gettable. I think eighth, ninth is certainly a legitimate place for this team to land. Uh, again, even if there is a tournament, I don't think Georgia would make that this year. I'm still not projecting that. But uh, a building block moving into next year uh, when Georgia looks to potentially have quite a good team mm-hmm. as long as JT Daniels comes back. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, I started talking about football again. Uh, speaking of, let's get back to football. But first, uh, the fine folks over at Bill Barr got bored. Did they? They've, been, they've already created the, the best tasting protein bar on the market. They today. said check. And, the, and so they had a meeting and they said, you know what we could do is we could just quit now. Retire. <laughs> and Take out uh, some stock n- options. Never make anything else because we've already succeeded in making the single greatest item in a category known to man. But they said, will we do that? Nay. Nay, we shall not. Instead, we are going to get in to the energy game, Clint. And thus uh, is born Built Go. It's a, uh, a tiny little packet, an energy paste, if you will. It's not... It's not a particularly enjoyable sounding thing to say, energy paste. But however. But it's made by people at Bill Bar, which means that it is particularly enjoyably uh, great tasting. The peanut butter honey flavor is the best. There's a few different flavors. It's five hours of energy. It is a quick, um, uh, it's a quick, tiny little packet. You have it in the middle of your day. You have it before you go to the gym, after you're coming back from the gym. Whenever it is that you hit a wall, Built Go is made to help you break through your walls. So go over to BuiltBar.com and go to the Built Go section. Order yourself uh, some of those or any of the products that Built Bar sells and enter the promo code locked on to get 20% off your order. That's billbar.com and enter the promo code locked on to get 20% off your order. Built go, let's go. All right, Dan, you got Missouri coming up this weekend. Um, we need to talk about what we're excited, what we're nervous, and don't sleep on. For this game. Now, uh, a little bit of information about this game before we get going. Missouri probably going to be without one of their best linebackers. And actually, quite honestly, a linebacker that I actually like watch playing, uh, Daniel. Uh, middle linebacker nice. for Missouri. Targeting got tossed from the game. Um, uh, shame. That was, it was a shame. Abject shame. Okay. Good player. Uh, but Daniel, what are you excited about? Nervous? Don't sleep on for this game. Let's start with excited. Look, there's no. I'm not. We missed a game. Yep. You know, if we had come out and played against Vanderbilt, maybe I get on the podcast. I try to get creative. I try to come up with a fun thing that I'm excited about. I try to find some like nuanced uh, under the radar thing that mm-hmm. I'm that I'm really excited about. Uh, here's what I'm excited about. Now brace yourselves. You ready? Okay. I'm excited for JT Daniels in this offense to come out and do their thing 
one more time. I'm excited um, for Todd Munkin, the offensive genius. Come on. Nay, the uh, Nobel Prize, the soon-to-be Nobel Prize winning offensive coordinator. Todd Munkin, this just in, uh, intern Michael is letting us know that Todd Munkin kicked in his front door, ripped the Sherpa title off his back, and has Mm -hmm. put it on him. And Todd Munkin is now the offensive Sherpa to the world he is the that's right single-handedly puts the offense on his back and carries it wherever it needs to go uh i'm excited for todd munkin and jt daniels to uh continue to keep this train rolling i don't think an off week is going to do anything to this team other than get more reps in uh, other than get some get some practice time in and i think there's going to be a uh, renewed energy to come out and take out some of our offensive. First. I mean, Arkansas, Felipe Franks, Clint, mm-hmm. scored 48 points against Missouri. So, JT Daniels, How? the Georgia Bulldogs? Quick question. One of these things is not like the other. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Which JT okay. is not like Felipe. By the way, Felipe uh, turns out much better outside of... Uh, Dan Mullen, uh-huh. the cesspool uh, that the is cesspool. Um, and I think I think JT's much better than others. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing Burton out there. I'm looking forward to seeing Arian out there, Jorge, uh, mm. McKitty. Mm. Uh, mm. I just I just want I just want more bullets in the air, Daniel. That's all. That's all I care about. That's right. Just wee right down the field. Right just down the field. Spin it. Uh, uh, just spin it. Just spin it. What are you nervous about? Let me start. What I'm nervous about. What I'm nervous about in this game, Daniel, is the narrative continuing that we've heard this entire year. And the okay. narrative is what if what if we had this guy still in the program? Or what about this? Look, here's what I'm nervous about. Stop talking about who we might have had and what might have been. Would anybody is anybody beating Alabama this year? No. No. Okay, great. Uh, so have a great team or not, nobody's beating Alabama. Uh, nope. Okay, great. Uh, year before that, uh, what could have been, what might have been. I, look, I have no business talking about that. I'm nervous that dog fans and the the whole entire game is going to be circled around this idea of what might have been with JT behind center the whole year. I, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Stop making me think about it. Stop making me talk about it. Okay. Just enjoy the football game. So I'm nervous that I'm going to be sucked into that vortex more, Daniel. Well, I'm going to keep it on the field um, because, honest to goodness, I think there's plenty to be nervous about about this Missouri team, Clint. They're so, they're good. Um, I'm nervous about a guy named Larry. I can't remember the last time that I was nervous about a guy named Larry, but um, I am Larry Roundtree, the uh, Missouri tailback. Um, he's putting together a, a pretty decent campaign. Uh, Missouri knows how to run the ball. They throw the ball a little bit as well, but they had they've had everything working on offense. Scored forty one points against Vanderbilt. Scored fifty points against Arkansas. Larry Roundtree rushed for one hundred and eighty five yards and three touchdowns. Clint. 6.9 yards per carry. They had another guy come in and uh, carry the ball six times for 80 yards and two more touchdowns. Both of them had 40-plus yard runs 
on the game. Um, is Jordan Davis going to play in this game, Clint? We don't know. Hey, we, remember when I did that that question? You will we ever see Jordan Davis in a UGA uniform again? Ah. No, I blocked that out of my mind. I okay. must have blacked out at the time. Um, I'm nervous about George. This Georgia defense coming out and um, playing against a good offense, an offense that's clicking right now and uh, struggling a little bit. Some of y'all are, are have forgotten. You're still under the impression that this defense is elite or something and that we probably won't give up any points to Missouri. But um, I'm a little nervous about the defense and how we're going to perform against, as we said, an offensive-minded head coach who has his guys clicking. And don't make a mistake. Missouri ain't got a bunch of dudes opting out, Okay. Missouri, the players that are there, they feel like they have a lot to play for. All right? I'm not saying Georgia doesn't feel that way, but these Missouri players, Eli has them playing a motivated brand of football. So uh, that's what makes me nervous. Absolutely. Don't sleep on Daniel. uh, And and don't sleep on this. Uh, Don't sleep going into half uh, with a 21-25 game. Don't sleep on this defense not being this defense continually. Um, don't sleep on this game being a lot closer. We've said this before in other games, but uh, Missouri can put us with points. Uh, they can throw a wheel route. Uh, okay, they, that's, they could throw a wheel route. That was that was uncalled for. There was no warning given no, no. A bucket about a bucket nope. being necessary. Nope. And then you just came right out. Let me grab you by the, the throat. Wheel route. Yep. Uh, no, that's 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 greatly unfortunate. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the other direction, Clint. Okay. Don't s- sleep. I I told you we might give up some points, and we might give up some points. Don't sleep on this being uh, a very comfortable win. We told you all. Um, Going into um, what what game was that? That it was going to be closer than we than we thought. The Kentucky game. The Kentucky game. I believe. No. Yeah. Um, is that right? I, no. I can't even remember. No. The South Carolina game. It's a South Carolina okay. game. That game wasn't particularly. Close. No. Then what game was it? What were we talking about? It was no. It was Mississippi State. Daniel, what are we talking about? Yeah, you're right. There it was. Jesus. Um, it's life is life is hard. Clint. I don't know. I don't know. Don't don't what yell at us. us. You're you um, trying to let us. I just did the wheel route. Daniel's thrown off balance. We we're we going off. We the um uh, we we told you don't sleep on that game being closer than people think. I'm 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 saying just look out for the locks podcast later in the week. Don't sleep on this game being a bit more comfortable and, I said, uh, I said, than, than people typically think. I said going into half because I tend to agree with you. By the end of the score, it's going to be different. Um, hey, that is Missouri for this week. We hope you've enjoyed it. Come back tomorrow in which we'll have a little bit of a different programming note uh, for a podcast. But Thursday, we have locks. That ain't different. Y'all think we're going we're gonna to do something about locks? No, we're just going to keep on doing the same thing. It's like Thanksgiving. Why mess with a good thing? Why do that? That's it's right. it's like Christmas gifts. Don't just give gifts. Don't try to get cute with it. We're going to give out locks, which are gifts to you. Come back Thursday for that. He is Daniel. I am Clint. We will see you guys then. See ya. See ya.